Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, joined as always by Randall Inkston. What's happening, guy? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I just was driving down the street. The uh, Phoenix Open is uh, it's all set up. It's going to be chaos next week you, out there. Did you see how they're kicking off? No. Saturday, Thomas Rhett's playing on the 16th green. Yes, I yes. did see that. And uh, there's another. Or the 16th hole. But uh, it's also somebody else, too. Is there? Yeah, it's another. Somebody, big name. It's a big name. Well, I forget their name. But um, anyways, yeah, if you've ever been to the Scottsdale Phoenix area in February around Super Bowl weekend is usually the week before. It's um, it, it the Phoenix Open is called, it's called the Waste Management Phoenix Open. And it's 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 like a quarter million people a day coming down like literally down the street from here it's it's wild so everything's blocked off it's tents mm-hmm. it's parties it's you know big bands are here it's a it's become an event oh yeah i mean each night they have you know the bird's nest and the concerts and that's like any other big event yeah and it's every night the thing that blew my mind mm-hmm. was saturday does more more attendees than any tournament in the pga does all weekend, weekend long. yeah Yes, like, two hundred and eighty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Two, three years ago, before COVID or whatever, two years ago. Yeah, it's wild. I've been out there. It's been rainy. I go there probably ninety percent of the years that I've lived here. <laughs> you know, it's worth the people watching alone. Oh, it's so it, much fun. So, anyways, uh, off topic, but uh, here we go. This topic today, guys. This is um, it hits home. Really, it's uh, it's being able to raise your rates and feel good about it. Um, I guess that's really what it comes down to is is the belief in what you sell. So, um, long story short, work with lots of clients over the years, and and you know most of the time when we work with them, we analyze their margins, we look at their cost per month, per session, per you know per membership level, and we quickly realize they're dramatically underselling or undervaluing what they sell at the gym level. And most of the time we work together to figure out a good price point to then raise it up. I mean, the name of the game is not always more members, but more revenue per member. I mean, it's typically both, but like there's three ways to make more money. One's more clients. If, If it's a struggle for you to get more clients, making your clients worth more is a definite help and move in the right direction. And so we always kind of look at average return or average EFT per member per month and what that looks like and all kinds of stuff. But most of the time, your pricing is too cheap. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a lot of theories as to why. Um, One of them would be you look at your competition and you try to match up or slightly undercut their price points and i think we did was that the red flag episode that we spoke on was it the price point or it's it, what it's they're doing what they're doing but yeah, yeah it's, i mean it's right along with that right yeah that's one reason uh, another reason is this is what i think is the bigger reason is that you don't value what you sell what you oh, sell absolutely. right i mean mm-hmm. you trainers gym owners are typically gym people they work out all the time it's very easy for them to work out and so they say well you know what what we sell it's very kind of easy they can do it on their own and so let's let's just charge this because the lower your price the easier it is to sell yeah typically 
right, the easier it is to sell. But I also believe that the lower the price, the more maintenance those members take. Sure, absolutely. And it works with our coaching clients as well. Lower paying clients take a lot more work. Higher paying clients don't take as much work. And and that's something that we've talked to a lot of coaches, you know, at all levels about. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about that skin in the game, right? At a, at a high at a, at a price that you you as a consumer feels is is substantial or something of value. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do you value it more, right? That's why one of the reasons why free doesn't convert very well is because people barely show up, right? right? But if if you charged for you know a thousand dollars for that trial, you de- better damn well believe that person's going to be there every single opportunity they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that carries over in whether it be our coaching clients, co- the clients in our gyms. Um, some things of value, people just naturally, you know, uh, they're, they're more committed to. <laughs> right. And so most gym owners lean towards easy, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to sell at 149. Let's just run with that. With no real long-term approach as to, man, I'm going to need double amount of clients and I'm going to need to uh, have double amount of sessions available so I can fulfill on these uh, clients. And I've got, you know, all these other issues that go with charging way too little. Sure, it's easy to sell and get some volume, but literally from 149 to 299, it's two for one. So yeah. for every 299 or $300 member, you're getting two of those. And so you don't need as many clients. And that's that's the direction we've been headed for years. Like that's, we're always on the higher end of the market. Well, not only do you, you don't need as many of those clients, you don't have to worry about, well, you do have to worry, but, um, you know, you don't have to, you, you don't have as many of those, of those opportunities. So like each each of those means a little bit more, but you're not sitting in the sales seat as often. You don't have to sit in that sales seat as, Twice often, as often, right? Exactly. So there's there's the benefit. If, if sales isn't necessarily your comfort, do less of it. This is a great way of doing that. You just have to believe in what you're selling in order to do it. So let's talk about belief. Yeah. Belief in, in selling. The, the, the challenge or the mindset, and we spoke to a gym owner together not too long mm-hmm. ago about specifically mindset around the sales approach. What's your, what's your take on higher price points and believing on, on how to sell it? First and foremost, I mean, as, a, as the owner of your business, you better damn well believe in the service that you're providing. I mean, that has to be, if you don't, that's where you've got to start. I mean, what can you do better so that you feel confident that what you have to sell is the absolute best solution out there? Sure. Start there. Um, but from there, this, the sale, the, the, um, the hang up around the sale is a very big thing for personal trainers and individuals that come from that training route. Um, we talk personality types quite often. Typically, they're the nurturer, right? So they have resistance around asking for the sale. True. They're very much the the type that would love to give the, the client the result, but you know, oh, I can't ask anything <laughs> for that. You know, if you right. didn't have to, they wouldn't. But um, uh, it, you have to build belief in the pro in in the actual service. Be- when you build that belief, when you become a product of your product, when you can live, eat, breathe it, um, it it comes natural. It comes natural. Um, the one thing that I've always uh, kind of the analogy I've always used or, or the example I've always driven uh, people to is, you know, if it wasn't your service, if it was a good book or a movie that you saw and you just wanted to share it with somebody that you you thought would be interested in it, you'd be raving about it. Right. You know, but but because we have something on the line, we have something of um, to gain in, in the, the deal, yeah. we feel that it's, it's selfish. selfish or that we're doing the client a disservice. Right. Um, I had a great coach t- teach me years ago that 
the only way, like this, the sale, everything that is gained in life, something sacrificed, time, energy, you barter, whatever it may be. That's the exchange of value. It's how it happens. The sale is just a natural agreement between two people to the terms of that agreement. It's pretty simple. When you, when you literally frame it around that, like I have something this client needs, the service, the training, nutrition, whatever it may be. They have something I need, cash. Cool, let's shake hands and move on. Let's make a deal. It's, it's literally, you're doing them. You're, it's, imagine if your, your client was across from you crying. Which they do Which they many do often, times. right? Because yeah. it is, this is Emotional. hence the value of what we're selling. When that, if, if you didn't give them that opportunity, how would you feel? If you didn't scream yeah. about your services, if you weren't out there trying to change the health of you know, the people. Well, I can you. see where somebody doesn't believe in what they're selling is gonna help this person. Not not pushing for the sell in that that's called ethics. You know what I mean? Like at that point, you got to believe in the sell. Like that you started there, so so I'm picturing this. I'm picturing myself sitting in a consultation across from a prospect, and my service is ninety nine bucks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much for me to say, you know, not really. If I don't believe in the product, or I do, it's it's nothing. There's nothing. There's really low risk sure. for me to be able to sell this. And it's low risk for them. It's 99 bucks, yeah. right? That's not gonna make or break most people, most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 99 bucks. And you know what I unfortunately see is that that $99 or 149 or 199 gets them way more value than that 99, but the, 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 the person selling is just not confident enough to sell it for 349, 399, 499 a month. And that also goes back to the the gym owners and the trainers not feeling good about selling annual agreements. Mm-hmm. It's much easier to sell a 149 month to month agreement than it is a $500 a month annual agreement. I mean, let's be honest, but the $500 a month annual agreement, if you are absolutely confident, if they do what you ask them to do, they follow the plan, the nutrition, they're going to get the best training in the town. It's worth every penny of $500 a month. And you have to believe it because the one thing that the reason the person sitting in front of you is they can't do it on their own. Yeah. If they did, they wouldn't be sitting in front of you because all of the information's free out there. Yep. YouTube pushups are free. You know what I mean? Running's free. Um, and so that's just the thing I'm seeing really consistently right now with the calls that I'm taking the coaching clients is that there's not a belief, a firm belief that their product is valuable enough to sell at a higher price point. And I would challenge you to sit in the consumer's shoes for a second and think about the journey that they've been on. They've been to X gym, they've take, tried this diet, they've tried running, they've tried this, and they still can't get it right. That's why they're sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. And what you have can change their life. And if you believe in that, then you should feel good about selling it for a higher price point because the higher that you charge, the more that you can help more people because then you can market more and you can give more, you yeah. can pay your coaches more, you can deliver more. It's in everybody's best interest to charge more. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. 
and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. But you don't do it. So think about that for a second. If you if you don't charge enough, you don't have enough, I guess, money, cash flow, cash flow sure. to give, to pay your coaches more, to over-deliver, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. It's, it's a, it's a, you're, you're, it's like a rat race of continuously trying to, you know, replace these people and sell more, sell more, sell yeah. more people, not more money. And that's unfortunate. I mean, I've listened to, you know, sales coaches and greats for years from the Zig Ziglar's and the Jim Rohn's and the, you know, the guys that have just kind of cut the, the cloth, cloth for years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it always comes back to like, it's a, it's a moral obligation to serve. And you know, when you, when you are in that position and if this is what we are bringing to the marketplace, this, the sale, it shouldn't be the focus, right? When that client's sitting across from you, if you're sitting there and you're just talking money the whole time, you know that's not a great consultation. Like that should be an easy agreement that you guys literally, you know, high five and let's go type of thing. And that's typically when I'm doing these consultations, the money part is the, the smallest piece of this yeah. conversation. And smallest. It's because, it's because you're keeping it on their needs. You're talking yep. about what they're going to get out of this. And I think that some of the lack of belief might also come from the fact of, you know, when they're sitting in that opportunity, they don't have a system to fall back on, right? Obviously we know how imperative, like at least an understanding of the purpose of your consultation from building rapport to asking for the sale, overcoming objections, like there's certain things you should be checking. And I think a lot of individuals in these sales seats are just sitting down and winging it. And if you're winging it, you have, like confidence comes from repetition. It comes from consistency. You know, if you're sitting down and every time you have that that opportunity, it's entirely different. Yes. You're, you're not building confidence. You're not building, you know, towards a system, towards an increased effectiveness. You're literally winging it. So fall back on systems, but the belief is something, it's common, um, especially in this industry for sales. I've, um, a good book or resource that I've, I've introduced people to is The Prosperous Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, that does help change the belief system. It talks about some of the things that I said, right? Like it's just a natural exchange of, of uh, value. Um, it helps kind of reshape some of those belief systems on the sale. Um, check it out. Yeah, I'm thinking in my head, man, if we had $99 membership here, we'd have 500 people in the next oh, yeah. couple months. Like I, I could do that. Absolutely. But I would not want to do that. It's the no. interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so look at your services, guys. Most likely 90%, let's call it 70% of you guys out there listening are charging way too less, mm-hmm. too little. Oh, I wanted to leave one, one thing. I, I, we should have started with it, but we've talked about it before. If you aren't raising your rates right now, guys, you're starting in the hole this year. Every vendor's reached out to us and it's 30%. I had a conversation with my, my I think I was talking to my parents or somebody about like a garbage delivery service. Like magically just went up 30%. Everything's 30%. Just every, it was, it just hit their bill, like 30% more, knowing no explanation or nothing in research. Yeah, came to come to find out, well, demand and supplies, can't get fuel, can't, you know, more mileage, all of it. It's all the same. So if you aren't raising your rate, rates, you're behind. You're losing because your consumer, my parents said the same thing. My dad said, I expect it. It's okay. I get it. You know, like as a, a corporation or a company, they have to pass it on to the consumer. Logic. But it was the way they went about it that he was upset. That's why the conversation happened. But 30% is coming out of your pocket no matter whether or not you want to or not. It's a great great way to look at it. Inflation's at an all-time high mm-hmm. since the eight, well, late 70s. It's, it, was, it was this high. 
And if you guys if you do some fun reading, I did this uh, probably two months ago. I went to the consumer price index, the government mm-hmm. page, and I was looking at you know groceries, meat, fuel, energy, all these things that they do averages on, and what each month the inflation. You know, just to give you an idea. Um, and, and don't quote me on these because it's probably changed by the time you look this up. <laughs> but in an in an annual calendar, the inflation rate between two and four percent per year average year so that means like some months it might be 0.2 percent increase maybe it'll be a percent or 0.5 percent in december of this last year it went up four percent in one month and that just means your dollar goes less it just means the the consumer products that we all purchase have increased across the board four percent in one month (laughs) And I don't know what it is for the year. Sure. Long story short is this is a, uh, an unheard of inflation rate. Your dollar goes less. Yeah. It doesn't go as far as it did a year ago. And so that means you need to collect more money to then be even. Just And that's the thing. It's just to break even, guys. So if you can't get out of your own way and realize yes. everybody else is taking 30% more out of your pocket, if you don't have the ability to do the same, <laughs> you're the one that gets caught taking the loss. Trust me, the businesses out there aren't taking the loss. It's going to be the end consumer, always the one taking the loss. So, and, and, and they've been getting hit from all sides. So why is it that gyms, fitness, has such a fear around raising a rate? It's just a business. It's just a business. The cost of the workforce has increased. Mm-hmm. We gave our coaches a big raise in January. Big raise for two reasons. One, they're great. Yep. This is a great staff we got on team. We have a great team. Two, guess what? If I lose them, I'm going to end up having to pay what the raise is to get a new person just in. It's, somebody, it's just yeah. it's just better for me to keep this team, give them a raise. We're not expecting it. They appreciate it. But from the business side, I know that we need to pay them more. We just have to. Their dollar's going less. So here's another kick for raising your rates. You can then do that with your team. You yeah, can exactly. you can raise their raise their pay. Their hourly pay or whatever you, however you pay. I hope you're paying hourly. Um, but th- that's just what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And you can't be afraid about it. You just got to go and do it. So it goes back to the one, it's a necessity anyway, just doing the math. But two, you have to believe in your product's going to solve the problem. The problems that you're solving are giant. You save lives. And Pe- that, that's, uh, it's, it, it's too often that people think we, you know, like we help two pounds or five pounds fall off somebody. Like that's, that is the smallest fraction of the results that our clients are getting. You know what I mean? Self-esteem. Oh shit. Yeah. It's, it, it, the value is on, it, you can't cap the value. And that's, that's the beauty of it. When, it, you know, when you have that client that comes to you and tells you those things, that's the reason that we're in this position. It's for th- those life-changing moments. It's not just because you want to be surrounded by a few people who had a little bit of results. You want to make an impact. And if you believe it that much and you're you're doing the job, then your clients are going to have those types of, of results and that should fuel the fire. But it should also make you realize the value of what it is we provide. 7% in December. <sighs> Inflation raises 7% in December. I'd said four, seven. Normally it's two to 4% a year. It was 7% in one month. It's crazy what's happening right now. Crazy. Oh, it's about to get worse. So your your hundred dollars that you had in November is worth ninety three dollars in December now. 
as far as how far it'll go. Well, and we, and we probably should talk about how what's coming is going to affect businesses. What, like what? Well, the government's not going to, I mean, they're going to adjust rates. They're going to make changes. They're going to, I mean, he's already trying to, they're already trying to go after crypto because it's a national case of a national emergency. No, it's not. We know this, but they just you want know, their they hand to, and everything. Hundred percent. They have to put blame and, and chase something. Here's but. here's something else that's coming down the pipe. Because inflation is so high, the Federal Reserve has to raise interest rates to swelter the inflation rate. When ha- what happens when inflation increases? Well, the stock market dumps. The um, crypto market dumps. If you're in crypto, uh, you know housing's more expensive. It's it's this correction that's going to happen. Your loans, if you're going like for me, I'm in the middle of this project. Our, our loans going to be another yeah. percent, one percent or some, but yeah. percent over five million over thirty years. That's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of like effective change, and it changes, and it's it's massive. It's massive. Um, so. <laughs> Heads up, here it comes. There's nothing you can personally do to stop that from nope. happening, but you can shelter by raising your rates is the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing to do. And I know there's two ways to do it. You can raise your current members' rates or you can raise all the new people's members' rates. Obviously, the easy thing to do is your grandfathered in, everybody else is at increase. Sure, you could do that. Yeah, absolutely. But if you just increase everybody's rate, five percent you have a five percent raise in gross revenue in um, immediately with no expense other than maybe potential losses from people leaving but even at that we went over the numbers in that last episode like you can if you figure out the opportunity you know percentages of of the gain in revenue versus how many people you can actually afford to lose at that the math worked your gym was a great example and what was it one one person one person here, here's here's some math at you. And we're going to throw some math at you. Say you had 100 members and you mm-hmm. increased every member's rate 100, 100, 5%. That means you could effectively lose five people and still be even. Well, let, for 5%, nobody's leaving. No, exactly. Your, your rate went from 100 to 105, 300 to 315. Not, nobody's leaving. That's expected. So maybe 10%, maybe it's a 10% increase. 300 goes to 330. And, and here's the thing, guys. Every one of your vendors, open up your mail. You're getting hit with 30% increase everywhere. Every single time I've seen the number, it's 30. Yep. So if you're if you're not confident 5, 10, 15, understand you're still halfway to making up that deficit. Sure. It's, it's a big increase. Yeah. And I'm not saying, hey, go jump your, your price 30%. You know, like that's not an easy thing to do necessarily. That's what your vendors are doing. But that's what everyone's doing to you. And you have to figure out how much of that you can, you know, you're willing to absorb if it's not sure. passing it on. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot to think about in this episode. The the overarching topic today, the, the thing that we want to leave you with is belief in what you sell will allow you to charge more and feel good about it. When you don't believe in what you sell, you default to cheap because it's easier to sell and it's not as effect, you know, you're not affecting them as hard. Think about it the other way. You do what you do is valuable. It's worth a lot more than you're charging now. Find a sweet spot where you can raise your rates, be able to serve better, give better, pay your coaches better, be more comfortable overall because yes, inflation, vendor increases, it's all hitting you from all sides. It's time for you to react. Yeah. If you just sit there, you're going to be in the hole. By the end of the year, you're going to be worse off than you were one year ago, even if you had no changes. 
Anyways, that's it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. See you on the next show. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Hopefully you got some great information from that last episode. And while you're at it, for your chance to win a $500 Amazon gift card, we are doing a State of the Union survey. It will only take you three minutes. That's why we made the URL winninggym.com slash three minutes. Uh, looking to get about a thousand responses. And when we do get those responses, we're going to host a webinar and uh, show you who won the gift card. So when you get a chance, please head over to winninggym.com slash three minutes and we'll see you on the next show.